Money FM 89.3. Best of drive time. Money of M89.3. Good evening. It is drive time. I'm Elliot Danker together with Chua Tian Right now, time for Market View. And we've got quite a few companies uh, mm. to talk about. I, I I have this feeling that uh, I, I can't help but want to say that Trim is your favorite company because you keep bringing it up every day. <laughs> but before we get to all of that, Tian Tian, uh, could you give us a recap of how we started the day and how we ended it uh, as far as Singapore markets are concerned? Right. So how we started the day. Singapore shares opened higher today because U.S. President Joe Biden has signed the U.S. debt ceiling deal. So all that saga concluded. So that pushed equities and global markets higher. Singapore, no exception there, tracking global movements. So the Straits Times Index was up 1.5% to 3,214 points in early trade after some 133 million securities changed hands in the broader market. Now, the question is, how did we end the day? We ended the day positively as well. The benchmark STI closed up 0.7%. 2%, we are looking at 3,189 points. Mm. In terms of value turnover, 1.45 billion Sing dollars. Gainers outnumbered losers 294 versus 233. Top advances for today, Jardin Psycho and Carriage, GMH USD and DBS. And top decliners for today, Venture Corp, Cortina and Kyung Hyung. Okay, so let's talk about those companies to watch. Uh, one of them uh, starting to sound like your favorite one. Uh, you keep tracking Citrium. Uh, tell us a bit about it. We keep tracking Citrium because that's a company that's out of Semcom Marine ah, and Capital yes. O&M, which is, okay. is always one of the more heavily traded securities yeah. on the SGX, which is why we are tracking them almost on a daily basis. But today we do have Citrium and Capital DC Read. And the reason why they are making the news is that mm. Citrium will replace Capital DC Read on the benchmark. Straits Times Index starting from June 19th and All that's right. following the latest quarterly review of the STI by FTSE Russell. So shares of Citrium closed up 4.132% in the green and units of Capital DC read well in the other direction is it closed down a 2.857% in the red. Okay. Now we are also tracking this company called LHN Logistics mm-hmm. because we have this China chemical supply chain service provider called Milky Way Chemical mm-hmm. saying that it intends to make a voluntary general offer for all the issued and paid up ordinary shares in LHN Logistics, which is a catalyst listed company, by the way. So what is the offer price we are looking at? 22.66 Singapore cents per share in cash and investors well, seemingly quite happy about it. Shares of LHN Logistics closed up 27.9%. Uh, we are seeing a number of uh, trading halts today from Metex International, Black Gold Natural Resources mm. and Digital Core Read. Uh, they've got some announcements, right? But yes. i got to admit, I, I, I do like the sound of Milky Way Chemical, just <laughs> just by the sound of it. But uh, coming back to what you mentioned, uh, Digital Core Read... Um, now, apparently there are some crucial developments happening, uh, something mm. that you're observing quite closely. Uh, tell us a little bit more. So the manager of Digital Core REIT today warned that uh, the REIT's distribution per unit, or what we always call DPU, mm. could be reduced by around 2 US cents. And that is if annual revenue of its second largest tenant were to be completely eliminated. Okay. Now, the question is, why are we talking about this? We're talking about this because... Digital Core REIT's second largest tenant, which is a global co-location and interconnection provider, filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection on Sunday. Right. So, question is, who is this uh, 
global co-location and interconnection provider. Sounds like a bit of a mouthful here, yeah. right? Uh, interconnection. Uh, okay, interesting. Well, uh, key to point out, Digital Core Read did not name the tenant. But our sister publication, the Business Times, several other media reports, we pointed it out as well. We understand it to be CYXTRA, which is a NASDAQ-listed data center operator. Now, according to the REIT manager, the tenant in question represents about 16.3 million US dollars or 22.4% of Digital Core REIT's uh, annual rental revenue Mm. and currently occupies 100% of five shell and core facilities in Silicon Valley and Los Angeles and 4% of a fully fitted facility in Frankfurt. All right. So what is next? So Digital Core's manager noted that the data center operator remained current on its rental obligations through May 2023. It has yet to pay rent for June and the tenant obtained a commitment of up to uh, 200 million US dollars of debtor in possession financing and stated that it intends to pay vendors and suppliers in full for goods and services provided on or after the following date. Uh, but in the case, Ryan Digital Core Read has provided this number that the DPU could drop by two US cents if the revenue from this tenant were to be completely wiped off. How important is that two US cents, yeah, right? Do the math for us. Yeah. If we look at Digital Core Read's FY 2022 distribution per unit, that was at um, 3.98 US cents, which okay. is 4.8% lower than the. The around 4.1 US cents forecasted. So either way, distribution per unit, we're mm. looking at is around 4 cents. And imagine 2 cents can be wiped off. That's half. That is half. That is half. Yes. <laughs> wow. Uh, quite significant and quite a story to follow. Um, let's take a look at some corporate news around the world, Tian Tian. Uh, Philippines Air Asia is apparently looking to revive IPO plans. Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. Well, what's the story here? Well, uh, the Philippines unit of AirAsia owner Capital A is looking for an IPO next year. Uh, This basically means that they are reviving a fundraising plan that they hatched in 2015, but Mm. shelved numerous times because of market volatility. Mm, mm, mm. So speaking to uh, ANC News Channel, Capital A CEO Tony Fernandez... He said the company definitely needs to raise some capital and an IPO is one of the strongest options that it has, adding that the Ah. company will re-engage with local banks. Okay. So, uh, what what quantum are we looking at, right? Yeah. AirAsia, which started Philippine operations in 2012, was looking at raising up to 250 million US dollars back in 2018. Okay. So, looking ahead, well, Tony Fernandez didn't say much. He said, AirAsia will continue to make fares competitive and pursue new destinations despite threats of recession in developed nations. But uh, I always wonder, how do they, how much money do they need to raise right now amid yeah. the current market conditions? You consider that there is the threat of recession. It's constantly being talked about. There is uh, supply-demand issues. And previously, how they mentioned, I mean, they, they wanted to do this, as you mentioned, uh, mm. back in 2015. Right, yeah. But because of market volatility, they shelved mm. it. But we're staring at market volatility. Uh, okay, the fun continues. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about how UBS um, talked about how they're expected to seal its takeover of Credit Suisse as soon as next week. What's the likelihood here? What can we expect? Okay, so let's take a look at the numbers and the dates, right? right. UBS said, 
today. In fact, it expects to complete the takeover of Credit Suisse, quote-unquote here, as early as June 12th, which is uh, just okay. one week from now. That's next week. Okay. And that will create a Swiss bank, a giant Swiss bank with a balance sheet of 1.6 trillion US dollars. Now, Though, that being said, the completion is subject to registration statement, which uh, covers shares to be delivered and uh, other remaining closing conditions. Uh, But just to take you down memory lane, Mm. uh, UBS had in March or mid-March agreed to pay 3 billion Swiss francs and assume up to 5 billion francs in losses for Credit Suisse amid that uh, collapse in customer confidence that brought Credit Suisse uh, really on the brink of collapse. Mm. So what happens next after this completion of the takeover deal? UBS said upon completion, Credit Suisse shares and American Depository shares, which is ADS, Mm -hmm. will be delisted from the 6 Swiss Exchange and the New York Stock Exchange. Now, 6 said in a separate statement that Credit Suisse shares will be delisted on June 13th at the earliest. What will shareholders get? Under the all-share takeover, Credit Suisse shareholders will receive one UBS share for every 22.48 shares they held. And, uh, well, let's talk a little bit about the mega bank. The biggest bank deal since the global financial crisis, by the way. That will create a group overseeing 5 trillion US dollars of assets. And it will give UBS overnight a leading position in key markets that it would otherwise need years to grow in size mm. and reach. How many people would it employ? Hello? Yeah, this is what I'm curious <laughs> about because, I mean, the idea behind this whole takeover was to prevent the banking crisis. Seems mm-hmm. that they've done that. Then you get a mega bank. So what? L- l- make a guess how many digits are we looking at? <sighs> uh, high end of I don't know, f- five digits? We're looking at six digits here. 120,000 people worldwide. Wow. <laughs> but it, it has announced, though, uh, UBS, though, it has announced it will be cutting jobs to take advantage of synergies and reduce costs. And Gosh. on the topic of synergies, we know that the Swiss retail bank of Credit Suisse is long seen as the group's crown jewel. Yeah. So yeah. what would UBS do with that? That remains a big question. Uh, if you combine the two banks' largely overlapping networks, that could produce significant savings. But there has been public pressure to mm. preserve Credit Suisse domestic business as a separate entity with its own brand, identity, mm. and also critically its workforce. What will happen next? We don't have a crystal ball now, but as always, for us to find out. Yeah, I tell you which department in this uh, UBS <laughs> is working overtime. Hmm. The comms department. <laughs> what story are, gonna be, are they going to tell? Well, thanks a lot, Tian Tian. Uh, Tian Tian returns at 6.35 with a finance update. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. 